Today's episode of Shmi is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor.fm to be more specific. If you guys have not heard about Anchor, let me explain. First of all, it is the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. F-R-E-E free. Prior to me moving the home base of Shmi to Anchor, I was paying more than $20 a month for a different service to send out the podcast to you guys and I was not seeing anything in return. I was literally being robbed. So with Anchor, unlike myself, who has thousands of dollars in equipment to record the podcast, you don't need any of that. All you need is a phone or a computer because there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit. Edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. The other services I was using were expecting 10,000 people to listen to an episode for me to get like three bucks. That is not the case with Anchor. You could have just your mom listen to your podcast and you can make some money if she listens a lot over and over again. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to the episode. Welcome back, you guys. You're listening to the Shmi Podcast. I am your host, Sam Pelicero. You can follow me on Instagram at Sam Pelicero and follow the podcast at Shmi Podcast. Today's co-host is the one and only... Nikki Thomas. Hey! He is back. And what's funny is I think about this is when this episode comes out, it's not going to be too many episodes after the first one you're on, mm-hmm. but it has been six freaking months since know. we recorded last. Which is just disturbing. Because of good old <laughs> coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just hop right in. Let's, we have a lot. Because we have a lot to talk about, guys. Mm-hmm. Today's, the, the, the theme of the episode is gay. <laughs> that's, that's the best way to put it. That's literally the best way to put it. Gay is. rights. <laughs> <laughs> gay rights. She said it. She said, oh, wait, do you want to start off in the best way? Yes. I think I found a new gay icon. Ooh. Well, she's not new, but she's more like, um, she was lost and I found her on Tumblr from a see. post I made back in 2013. Let me see her. Ready? Ready? Have sex, cock, and you wait, 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 wait. Like one more time. <laughs> Why'd she like, why'd she say it like that? She like went in. She's like, ah, so. yeah. So if you guys are not watching at home and you're watching or like listening on uh, Spotify or something, it's a it's an old Vine. I will post it to the Shmi podcast page under highlights, um, under um, gay rights. And gay you, rights. You can go and look at it. But it's a it's a. I'm assuming someone's mom or maybe maybe like they're cool on. I don't know. I love that she just said cock. <laughs> like it wasn't like. Dick, peanut, no, cock. Like, I suck. I like more cock than everyone your whole life, bitch. <laughs> and that accent. I'm like, what is going on? I There's don't know. so much to unpack there. But, um, yeah, so let's roll right into let's it. roll with it. So, since we recorded a podcast last. There's a couple things that have happened in my life. It's, oh, boy. Let's um, let's see. COVID hit. Um. She swung. I, she, she didn't hit. She, and she did not miss. No. Um, I had to shave my head because of, uh, 
you can't get haircuts. No. And now I'm wearing this hat because it's at a very awkward length. So for the next few episodes, um, I'll be wearing a hat on camera because it is not cute. I had a whole ass relationship. <laughs> a whole ass relationship. Like a begin novel, beginning, middle, end. Literally. <laughs> uh, we had gone on, I think, a date. One date when you when you were over here last. Like, I don't even think it was, it was like, a, it was more like a rendezvous, not a rendezvous, but a meeting. Like, it was like, I, yeah. it wasn't even labeled yet. It was like so new. Yeah, I remember, I remember, I pull, I remember pulling up his Tinder. I sold Tinder on my yes, phone. Yes, you did. Like, like, look at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that happened. Um, You, since, since, um, are now a TikTok celebrity. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think also my, we'll talk about this, but my growth has like stopped and I think Riga Mortis, Riga fucking Mortis, but we'll talk about it. Did you get shadow banned on TikTok? I don't think so, but I'll I'll talk about it. Okay. It'll tie perfectly into our themes. Because it's funny. Mm -hmm. Because I listened to our episode uh, last night just to Mm -hmm. get like refresher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said, yeah, you know, I have like. 30,000 followers already. Yeah. Guys, Nick has almost, I mean, is it like half a million now? It's or? like, it's like today it's like 480. Yeah, that's 000. fucking crazy. It's in like, but okay, well, well, the first video I popped off was in March. So in basically however long since March. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so uh, he's a quasi TikTok celebrity, guys. Quasi. Um, and I'm also now trying to be an influencer because of Shmi stories. She is an influencer. <laughs> she is an period. influencer. <laughs> I, I met someone the other day, and uh, he saw the coming out video that I posted. Oh, really? And he was like, I didn't know that she was an influencer. And I was like, oh, she's trying to be. <laughs> no. You say you are a manifest. Yes. It's going to yes. happen. But I did something really dumb today, and I regretted it immediately. <laughs> Me. <laughs> so so i had this theory and it kind of actually worked in a weird way that i thought to myself maybe the reason why um i'm not popping off with these videos Mm -hmm. is because people go to my profile like oh he only has a thousand Mm -hmm. followers so he can't be that good that's definitely like a psychological thing. So I bought a thousand followers. I was to ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But literally, the, I regretted it immediately because then all I was seeing was these like Russian bots all mm-hmm. over. So then I sat there and I started to like block them all, but mm-hmm. I couldn't get rid of most of them. So I got rid of five hundred of them. So now I got five hundred extra Russian bot followers. Now I'm at like fifteen hundred. Holy <laughs> shit! Well, that's but it was so dumb because it doesn't. It's a fake number. Yeah. And I didn't buy them because for the engagement, I bought them mm-hmm. for just the fake number. Yes. Just so people go to my page like, oh, he has a thousand. He he must be funny. People are following. Yeah. Him, whether it's fucking fake or not. I think it's really. I that, what's the thing is. Wow, words. Before Instagram cracked down on that, basically, mm. like they started, they can tell like when you're using like third party shit to like boost your followers, and they will not push your content out as much. Like, but before Instagram was doing that, oh. companies would do that to like see like would people be more inclined yes. to follow them yes. if they saw that they had more. Of, and it's true, everyone does that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If someone follows me back, follows mm-hmm. me, and they have a lot of followers, like I. I don't know why. I wish mm-hmm. it wasn't, but it's mm-hmm. like you just want to hit follow. Totally. Well, so do you want to know why I think it worked? Why? So I bought those fake ones, right? And that mm-hmm. was this morning. That was like at 10 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I went through them. I took about 500 of them off. Uh, and then since then, I've been getting about, I think I got like 10 followers about really? like a few hours ago. And they're all real people. And they're all gay men because they watched my coming out video. Really? And they followed my page. That's... And I'm convinced it's because before today I had mm-hmm. 900, and then but then them psychologically seeing that 1,000 the 1, number, yep, 
they're like, oh, he's something. Mm-hmm. So it kind of half worked. It's almost like there is like that psychological marketing marketing thing yes. where instead of saying it's forty dollars, they say thirty nine ninety nine. Yes, it's that. that same kind of thing. Like you, you're more inclined to say it's like thirty bucks more than mm-hmm. forty. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's so fucking true. So if you guys are gonna you know shame me for spending ten dollars to buy <laughs> a thousand Russian bots, I'm sorry. Okay? It was a social experiment. It, it was yes, yes, a social <laughs> experiment that I spent my hard-earned money on for nothing. You learned a lesson. I did. If anything. And so it, it was worth worked. it. And it kind of worked. We can, we'll check later. Maybe maybe I'm popping off now. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so what else has changed in your life? In my life? Besides the fact that clearly real estate is... um Not the tea. <laughs> I don't even... The thing is, real estate is the tea right now. Like, it is not... Between coronavirus for New Jersey specifically, mm-hmm. people are coming to New Jersey from New York. Like... It's kind of a dark comparison, but they're comparing it to like after 9-11 when a lot of people left the city to get away from the city. Like people are doing that now from coronavirus, from the protests. They have young families now. They want to get more space, save money. So that's happening. Rates are crazy low. People, there's like three times more people looking to buy than there are selling. Mm -hmm. So like if something's on, it goes like that. So if I, there's a time to be doing it. You're not doing it, though, right? I'm not doing it. I don't think so. Because I just don't fucking like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that just mm-hmm. shows, like, it doesn't matter how much money you can make if yeah. you don't like yeah. something. And it's not even like it's that hard. It's literally just cons- being consistent. Absolutely. That's all it is. Yeah. But it's a lot of, to me, bothering people. And I know in real estate, they say, you're not bothering them. You're helping them. I'm like. Okay, that is some weird backwards customer service talk. Thank you. Like, because I know for a fact, especially our generation, uh-huh, uh-huh. if we don't answer the first time we're not answering no, the second time no, the third no. the fourth the fifth the more you bother us it, the less we're gonna exactly want. exactly it's like that um the the meme where, where where the the guy goes i'll see meaning i'm not coming i never was gonna come i'm not even gonna think about coming yeah ex- literally <laughs> very that it's very that <laughs> like, like everyone's like are you gonna come back i'm like no yeah, <laughs> like, no it's not happening so i'm but I love the team I'm on. I'm on the basically one of the top teams in the state, mm-hmm. and which I don't know how that fucking happened. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm basically her daughter, who runs her marketing mm-hmm. kind of thing for the mm-hmm. team, is moving to Florida. She's mm-hmm. also a good friend of mine, and the mom loves me, the team leader. And mm-hmm. she, I was like, "Door's leaving. Um, I'll do your marketing, which is basically her social media." Yeah, but you're not having to do the. No, the but the best thing is work. they're so my at least my team is because we're so well known mm-hmm. we're so busy mm-hmm. that my team leader was like I get so many like buyer leads I don't want even want to work with I'll just toss you a deal once a month wow Which is like cute two three wow. grand yeah. once a month that's Hi. fucking amazing so that's kind of the tea for my monetary situation right. job wise all right. right. It's like 20 bucks an hour. Like, I'll yeah, yeah, because a lot of people are literally unemployed. I know, and I'm starting Monday. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know. Wow. So I'm finally making money. Good. Because for a while, I remember you were doing doing lots of things. But I wasn't to, getting paid. To, well, I mean, I'm talking about, I don't know what you want me to say. It what? Right. Oh, no. <laughs> we don't talk about her. No, we don't. All right, moving on. <laughs> no, I will. I will. <laughs> I thought it was so 
because i thought you were joking yeah no and then and like i remember that's like one of our first like twitter like uh exchanges that people were like following yeah like, you and i going back and forth about it <laughs> and then all of a sudden i was like oh wait he's fucking serious oh for dead ass is instead an ass could <laughs> tell be. tell the world basically i just it was right when corona hit and <laughs> i was being dramatic i just wanted some money but i finally had an excuse to I don't even, I don't, I don't know. Like, I basically, I didn't want to start an OnlyFans for money. I yeah. didn't want to because it was too, like, permanent. I didn't want, like, 100%. something. 100%. I just wanted a quick cash grab. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, before, I think I told you on our, us on our first episode, I got popular on Twitter by being a thought. Yeah, and we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Because you tried to do that with me and it did not go over well. No. <laughs> so, it's, we'll talk about that. So, but. Where was I going with this? That you're selling booty pics. Oh, basically. So I was like, I used to be a thought. I was like, let's bring Zach some old times. But this time I'm not doing it for free. Yes. Not leaving the house unless I'm getting paid. And I was like. Money up front and money on the back. Exactly. Literally. Literally. <laughs> literally love. And I was like, put out a little tweet. And I was like, people don't even like follow me for that stuff anymore. Who's going to. And I was like. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. And. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, it was addicting. I'm not going to lie. Wait, I, but I thought you only did it like one. It was like I a, did it for 24 hours. Yeah. I made like $1,200. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember. Okay. Which, it was addicting? Really? Oh, that it was quick? so addicting because I made that much money. And I wasn't even like, oh, I, I kept it. taking new pictures. I took five pictures. Oh, shit. I did, well, it wasn't sending new pictures. Hell no, baby. Like, I'm, we're not doing that. That's I'm not putting that. brilliant. Yeah. So I took five pictures and I was just sending no effort. Wow. And I was like, I made that much money. Do and you're like, you get it. You get why people that... do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're cute and you got a half a decent body, mm-hmm. like, it's a dick. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so I did that, but it just kind of created a little drama with me and Chris. Like, I get No, I which totally, I totally get, get, it. get it. I understand, yeah. Like, not everyone is at, like, I can turn it off. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he, that's not him. And I was like, you know what? I can respect that. Yeah. So I was like, it's not worth the drama. No. It's stupid. So one time did it. And. <laughs> No face, no case. So love it. No face, no case. Fully cl- clothed. I wasn't even nude. Oh my god. Yeah. What? I wasn't even nude. What? I wasn't even nude. That's brilliant. Yep. That no. is so funny. She's powerful. Then size and that booty. So that's yeah. Well, let's that talk about that. Twitter now. So it, in the first episode we recorded, I said I'm new to Twitter because you know that's how you and I met. Yeah. I was, I said, I only have literally at the time, I said I had eight followers. Yes. Now I have, you know, I'm like 120. She's popping off. It's hard to grow on Twitter. <laughs> it really is. It's really hard. And, but it's so funny, but I now understand Twitter. It's a whole different language. It's a different language. I now understand how there's, <laughs> there's regular Twitter. There's Clans. gay Twitter. There's black Twitter. Yeah. Like, I understand it all now mm-hmm. because I've seen the good and the bad of all of it mm-hmm. um a lot. let's see uh let's talk about the time that um you said sam if you post a shirtless picture of yourself i will retweet it to get you some clout and it, it worked the, the one time it worked i got yep. i got i got like that's how i got all my yeah. followers basically and then we kept doing it every uh-huh. time i would post one uh-huh. i never tell you this what? but Friends of mine who followed me oh on Twitter God. were saying, Sam, someone. <laughs> no, 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 oh. no, 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 but they made a point. They said, Sam, this isn't your brand. So yeah. Like, you're, it's fun on Instagram when you do it because uh. it's on Instagram. It's okay when it's on Instagram because like we know we expect it. Like, like you post yourself working out. Mm-hmm. They, they said on Twitter, 
it just seems so out of place because mm-hmm. the rest of your content is you being goofy and funny yeah. and and you actually have a brain. Mm-hmm. And then and, and, and like they were saying that oh god, here's Sam posting another half naked picture of himself on Twitter. It kind of seems forced. Forced, and I was like, yeah, I get it because I was literally only doing it. So that way I could get followers. Fast followers. Fast followers mm-hmm. because of what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want people to look at me and yes. like follow me and listen to the podcast yeah. and everything. But yeah, so that didn't go over well. And then there was my little interaction with that um, that kid, that little kid. What kid? Remember he came at me because I posted that picture oh of my like God. myself oh my in 2012 and myself now. Yes. And oh that was God. so funny because I was like I also reaching. Reaching. He was like, you and your motherfucking crow's feet. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, baby. <laughs> Baby, like so, you have a lot to get I together. Know, I know, you I know, read. I know. It's so funny. So yeah. So I now am um a what would someone who's like f- totally uh, mm-hmm. versatile in the Twitter world? Be? I would say um um I don't even know. You're um moldable, moldable, moldable. I, guess, I don't know. But but it does suck though because of all the things that are going on politically now. Mm-hmm. Twitter is not. A thing you should open right when you wake up. Yeah, no. Because you and I were talking about this when you mm-hmm. came over, like, last month. hmm And that's when I realized that, like, social media is great for those reasons. Yeah. Because you're up to date with the news. Yeah. It's not ma- manipulated by the media yeah, at you, all. It's, like, on the ground. Exactly. But the problem is when you open up your phone right when you wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning, and the f- it was so – I would just – be depressed mm-hmm. all day mm-hmm. because all I would see right, right when I would wake up is, you know, our black brothers and sisters is being beat, like, attacked yeah, by police. People that are are white getting attacked by police. Mm-hmm. People get getting away with fucking murder. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our president being a complete psychopath. Psychopath. And just watching it all unfold live. It's like instant too. It's Inst- in- mm-hmm. And that's what was getting so crazy. And I had to literally tell myself to not open Twitter until lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Cause at least you can have a morning mm-hmm. of sound mind. Yep. Because I'm not at the protest. I'm not on the front lines right now. Mm-hmm. So what benefit is that to me to just yeah. be overwhelmed with all that information? Especially if, if you're not going to put it out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But what was nice though was, you know, people like you who have a following, mm-hmm. you're using it for good and mm-hmm. informing people. Mm-hmm. Like, you were posting information that I wouldn't find anywhere else mm-hmm. and educating everyone else. It's kind of like, okay, before this, I've talked about it. Like, I've talked about social stuff all the time. I just do it when it happens. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't talk about it consistently like I am now. Mm-hmm. And now it just is the you have to do it now. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're going to, like, you have mm-hmm. to do it consistently. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's the 100% it's, people do it however they no, want. Yeah, that's yeah. just how I view mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Me, It works for me. But what I was posting consistently before was polar opposite. And I was starting to gain a lot of followers mm-hmm. from whatever I was posting. And then I kind of did a 180. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wait, I also care a lot about this stuff, yes. too. It's really sad when you see your engagement. Not saying because I'm like, oh, it's my engagement rate. What I mean is it's sad to see how many people turn away exactly that's what i'm it's yes. mean is sad yes. it's like i'm putting and again i'm not saying like i'm whining for me i'm saying people are missing out on so much information yeah. they need to and it's and people almost are viewing it like it's their fault especially white people yeah. are viewing it like it's my fault like there's racism it's like no it's not your no. fault you just have to learn 
no one's saying like it's your fault learn and help yeah period but like social media like and it is like good and bad like for me personally like because i care so much like Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. too it's white people and they everyone will say it you get burnout because we're not accustomed to this and we need to be able to keep talking about this we can't just do it for two weeks and say i'm tired this was so hard my mental health not do it anymore Mm -hmm. we have to do it in a way that's productive and sustainable that's the best way to do this yeah you were telling me um i think maybe it was even last week you were texting me and it was out of nowhere and you said i'm getting anxious and i said about what you said about the fact that my Twitter feed is no longer filled with the yes. protest. Is no longer filled with sign this p- petition, sign that petition. And I said, I feel that because all all that we can do is continuously post and re- and retweet mm-hmm. and, and 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 share. And if that stops, then in a sick twisted way, it stops. It stops, and then it's over. And then the wrong side has won mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And that's because they. They watched. They they sat back, knowing they'll they'll burn out. Mm-hmm. This will be be over. And you said the media isn't covering the protests anymore because mm-hmm. the looting has stopped. Yep. And the peaceful protesting isn't entertaining mm-hmm. for the media. Nope. But what it is entertaining for is our generation who is still sharing it mm-hmm. and reposting it. And and even though it is overwhelming to go on Instagram and everyone's stories to be mm-hmm. the same thing, the same yeah. articles. But my thing is. It's overwhelming for me because that shows I'm following the right people. You're right. But what if that person mm-hmm. is the only person on someone else's that is talking about it? Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. So keep posting because you don't know. It's exact. It's kind of like it goes to what you just kind of said we were talking about earlier about the protest in Jackson. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that protest is Jackson's one person. Yes. That the rest of Jackson needs to see. Mm-hmm. It may not be a lot, but it is mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. because. The reality is, you know, you posting for people like me and people mm-hmm. posting for people like you and mm-hmm. to people like us mm-hmm. becomes an echo room. Yeah. It's just yeah. a lot. Like, I exactly. know this shit. Yeah. Yeah. It like, that's why there are people saying you should use hashtags like hashtag Trump 2020, hashtag blue lives matter, hashtag oh. all the stuff that we would usually not use to be advocating that's smart, so on, smart, intelligently online Wow. instead of just posting Hashtag Biden, hashtag vote blue, where it's all the same. Like, we all yes. know those things. Yes, yes. We don't need to know mm-hmm. those things. Like, we know those things. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of liberals that need a lot of, like... Absolutely, but we can be... We can take that... Not responsibility, but we can... I guess you can take the responsible job to do it and, mm-hmm. and help educate them. Yeah. And what is so awesome is I've seen the power of Twitter in mm-hmm. the good way, because when there is a trending hashtag that mm-hmm. is negative like blue lives matter Mm -hmm. all lives matter what a lot of blogs like anonymous will do is they'll tell all their followers just spam the shit Uh out of the hashtag with the good information yep and then what happens at hashtag lasts like three or four hours Mm -hmm. and then it's gone Mm -hmm. because we did our job yeah and we've like suppressed the darkness did you see it's so stupid it's like but like k-pop stands oh yes yes flooding the white lives matter like so it was all (laughs) k-pop it was brilliant fucking brilliant i love but it's like shows it definitely stuff like that shows like there is change like and Mm -hmm. i i really feel like our generation is just going to be it i really hope so so it's funny you say that so that's what i've always felt and Mm -hmm. i still i still believe that but the one fear i have is i look back in history Mm -hmm. and i think oh my god the boomers in the 70s 
I <laughs> I imagine myself being a hippie because that, that we would be considered hippies back. My then. grandma, we yeah. can talk about. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's scary because you know there were people then being like, we are the change. Mm-hmm. We're the ones putting flowers inside of. Uh, uh, gun mm-hmm. barrels yeah you know we are stopping wars um you know and then nothing fucking changed i know i mean obviously we had a very long um time of republican mm-hmm. presidents during mm-hmm. those like 30 years yeah so who knows what could have happened if we did have a blue government for that for that time because you see what would, like what happened when it went from you know bush or like Bush to Clinton to Bush to mm-hmm. Obama to Trump. So like you see the peaks and valleys, but what is scary though is now that we have this power of social media and everything, mm-hmm. we're all seeing every everyone's underbelly. Yeah, like a lot, a lot, like a and lot. it's and no one. I don't think anyone would have ever expected to see all these really disgusting underbellies of people. I've definitely i've lost i don't want to say i've lost contact but i've i'm not complaining no but no, no, am i yeah it's good people it, that i would interact me. with like mm-hmm. daily mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't anymore yeah and yeah. i think it's just mutually like we see we're like holy shit mm-hmm. like i'm mm-hmm. like they know where i stand i know where you stand now baby yeah. clearly yeah. Yeah. yeah and i it almost it's a good and bad thing because it's like we're really divided. Like you can't, you're kind of seeing like how divided we oh, really are. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary. Like, I mean, I don't like talking about stuff like this because it does start to get kind of conspiracy. Like, but it's you can't oh, like help deep but wonder state and all that. Yeah, but it, you can't help but wonder. Like, it's it's not it's not as dramatic but it does almost have like those civil war-y like you yeah. want to think this way mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. think that way mm-hmm. we're clearly mm-hmm. not we're but mm-hmm. i don't and it's like then there is they always say find that middle ground find the middle ground it's like but the there's middle no middle ground, ground in racism it's it, it's either you believe that everyone should mm-hmm. be treated equal or mm-hmm. you don't there's no there's no oh sometimes your life matters mm-hmm. it's like no you need to understand that racism is not a black or it's not a, it's not a great yeah. thing. No. And it's, it's the reason I think it's so politicized is that when you start talking about it and you start pulling out examples of race or mm-hmm. a racism where people see it, you start to see that it literally is ingrained in this country. country. It's like, disgusting. The, did you watch 13th? Yeah. Yeah. Netflix? We talked about that. Yeah. If you guys have not watched 13th amendment, it, or it's just called 13th. It's just 13th. It's 13th. It's 13th. It's yeah. On Netflix. Guys, first of all, I watched it years ago when it came out. Oh, you did? And then rewatching it now, I was like, holy shit. Because when I watched it, I think it came out in 2016. Yeah, it was 2016. And things were fine. Things were like starting to kind of yeah, like, yeah. we were like, oh, and this is lot, an issue. And a lot of the things that they were addressing, the Obama administration was trying to help. Mm-hmm. They were trying to shut down private prisons. Mm-hmm. And then for almost four years later, look at the shitstorm, but mm-hmm. continue. I just, I think it's because it's it shouldn't be a political issue yeah. it's not it's it's yeah. just human, human rights yes it's humans yes we're talking about human lives yes being mistreated mm-hmm. but it gets tricky it's not tricky but it gets tricky for people because you start questioning their political beliefs yes you start to say no we need to defund the prison system we need mm-hmm. to defund police mm-hmm. what they hear is you're going against my beliefs of law and order it's like you're questioning a very deep-rooted yep. belief mm-hmm. system mm-hmm. 
in this country mm-hmm. that goes that really started mm-hmm. in like the 60s 70s and 80s mm-hmm. with the whole law and order thing yeah it's like i know i know it's overwhelming are we gonna and it's like they're like this is long gone i <laughs> it's funny i was thinking about this it kind of ties what we just were talking about like the number thing the okay difference yeah i feel like we went from 1900s to 2000 like i think people hear 2000 like 2010 2020 like they okay. think it's a new era like there's that all that stuff was in the oh, 1900s the yes. 1800s yes we're in 2000 like, like, oh, like we no, have it, those bills like no, it's no, gone. no 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 yeah i know what you mean i know exactly what you mean I'm like what mm-hmm Interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. We need one. We'll we'll, we'll, uh, get a little more lighthearted. Yeah. When we come right back after this message from our sponsor. And we are back. So prior to the break, we're talking about Twitter. Right. Um, We can move on from Twitter because (laughs) I want to talk about a little more fun things. Uh, since we did say this episode's all about, you know, gay, and Gays. then we got real, real deep. But it's it okay. I wanted to. It's important. It's we important. Have to. So, one of the things I want to talk about is something that you and I have um, really bonded over over oh, the boy. over COVID. Um, it's a it's a female. Oh. Um, and she's a New Jersey native. She is. And her name is Fletcher. I love and Fletch. I. So I thought yeah. I was alone. In Me the too. Game. I know. Okay, so this is the best part. So I thought, because I stumbled across her late last year. Same. When her album, You Ruined New York City for Me, was released, <sighs> which, genius fucking name. That album. The album art is fucking genius. Genius. So the first song I ever heard is, it wasn't Undrunk, but it was About You. Oh. And that song literally <laughs> brings me somewhere i don't want i don't like no, going no, you don't have to go there Plus, i don't same. like going there because so stop same. doing that yeah um <laughs> lower your voice <laughs> <laughs> but there is a something about her music and then the best part of it all was she's a gay she's gay, she's gay! <laughs> that was and i didn't find that out for like months i know because i was picturing her sing sing about some douchebag guy and then when she was like no I'm gay. I was like, oh, fuck that girl that fucked you over. I know. And like, oh, her cover of Post Malone's I Fall Apart. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. The only thing I am sad about that cover is my favorite line is not in it. Which one? The um, devil in the form of a whore. Oh. She doesn't say that. And she doesn't. She doesn't. And could you imagine? Maybe because her, of like a, she seems like really mature. It seems like maybe something she. Didn't but want she's to like say. fucking swearing on her on yeah, her record. Are you kidding me? She straight up said you ruined New York City. For me. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. A whole fucking I think, state. I think we're past that. Yeah. So I was. I mean, I love that cover. Yeah. But I remember when I was listening to it, I was waiting because I knew that she was gonna kill that. Yeah. That that, that line because it's such a good, such a good it's lyric. It's a hard line. And then she didn't do it. And I was like, uh-huh. oh. I know. Yeah, but it's. So and forever you see the trixie mattel version no trixie mattel did a whole makeup tutorial just like jamming to it no way yes it came out like a few days ago oh my god yeah. and i the, love that the strip version that i sent you that i it literally popped up on spotify it gets better every, every time. time every fucking time you listen to it and i feel like i go through a different x every single time i listen to oh, it it's it's she just it just yeah. hits yeah, yeah like yeah, it yeah, applies yeah, yeah. perfectly I know, I know my favorite is um all love yeah okay and she talks about mm-hmm. like running in mm-hmm. to them at the bar mm, I and know, she's I like know. this sucks but it's all love i don't wish you anything bad i'm like that is oh, wow i, I know <laughs> i know it's just her voice 
And knowing that she's from New Jersey, I mean, you're not, but like you are, but like you're not. Yeah. It just does. Because like if you, I think it is the Undrunk music video where she is in New in It's an Asbury. In Asbury. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was right. Okay. I can't remember which music video Because in front of the Stony Pony. The, the what? The Pony Stony? I don't know. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. The Stone Pony. Stone, the Stony Pony. <laughs> Your Stony Pony. Stop. Stony Pony the house. Literally. Uh, that's like, that would be my drag name. <gasps> Stony Pony. Oh my God. That should be my podcast oh, st- oh my God. Yes. The Stony Pony. Coming to the stage, Stony Pony. Oh my god, <laughs> that you need to write that shit down, That's Stony tea. Pony. I don't think I'm gonna forget that one. No, I I'm not it's gonna... also it's immortalized on the podcast. Literally. Now, so. <laughs> so yeah, so Fletcher, um, this is my personal invitation to get you in this seat on the Shmi podcast, please. Put, like this Jersey Queen needs that Jersey Queen mm-hmm. in that chair, please, Fletcher. I will literally. <sighs> just sitting down and talk oh, cause also the thing is that album mm-hmm. and all seriousness even though it came out two years after my big breakup mm-hmm. it like fixed wounds that I they were relevant it was so I was like oh my god mm-hmm. someone feels this way mm-hmm. and that's when you know it's a real artist is when they're singing you know it's coming from their heart and their gut and their head and every part of their body mm-hmm. and they're saying it and they mean those lyrics and you on the other side it's just like hitting. I know it like it hurts just as much, but then it's like you almost have to reconcile with those yeah, feelings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I feel so that. Fletcher, you do that to me. She posted that thing on Twitter of the the face swap thing where it was like her as a oh guy. Oh my god! And I was like, well, I, if she was a dude, I would be sleeping with her. I was and... like, she can't do anything wrong. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing. Like nothing she's wrong. perfect. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on, more gay topics. Um, yes. The one and only RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. The drama that was season 12. Oh my God. Between Sherry. Fucking Sherry Pie being a creep and also going out in public during the Black Lives Matter protest in New York City in her confessional Confessional outfit. outfit. It was very bizarre. I mean, I was glad she was there. I don't want to say. What are you doing here? Because I it's not, I'd rather run into her at the Black Lives Matter protest <laughs> than, than in the grocery store. Yeah. So or at a fucking audition. Yeah. <laughs> or that. Or never mind. I'm not gonna say that. But I, I, it was just bizarre. And when they said that they were gonna edit her out, I was like, How are you gonna edit someone out of the show? But they did a pretty good job because I there was some. She yeah, there was episodes where I was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> she's here. And what did piss me off? Is this for all the Drag Race fans out there? Mm-hmm. How many fucking times was she in the bottom and could have been eliminated? That's oh, the part that got me the most. I, so many times. It's like, play it, the arthritic old lady one more time. Do it again. I'm like, oh my God, we get it. Like, we fucking get it. Oh, exhausting. I know. And like seeing other queens go home who, you know, I mean, weren't ever going to make it all the way to the top, but could have been on another episode. Yeah, exactly. Jan, robbed. I, I was watching this interview with Katya the other day that came out mm-hmm. and the interview asked her yet again, literally like six years later. So do you think you were robbed in all stars too? And she goes, she goes, here's the thing. <laughs> she goes, <laughs> she goes, I get to ask this question for every interview that I have. I think because I, in my past life, I was a thief. I think <laughs> that, that, that my karmic debt is being asked if I was robbed in this lifetime from Alaska. And she's like, no, I wasn't fucking robbed. She goes, because you don't have any money to be robbed from. <laughs> and she goes, also, everyone wins on Drag Race because like, I have made that much money since that since that aired. I have made $100,000 easily, easily since that season aired and was filmed in 2015, aired in 2016. She goes, so, so. no, no one was robbed. You, I just didn't win a tiara and a scepter. Yeah. 
That's such a good attitude to have. Yeah, and that's I why mean, she's so successful. Exactly. Like, she doesn't fucking... The thing is, she doesn't take it too seriously. No. Oh, she's in on the joke that is life. Yeah. And that is drag. Exactly. Like, you never want to not be in on the joke. No, and that's why you and I have, like, clicked. Yeah. Is because you and I just get it. I know. And I think that's something that I've also taken throughout my life recently is... If you can't laugh at it, no. like it being life, yeah. you can't hang with me. It's like the Twitter gays that take themselves way too <sighs> seriously. Like, we get it. You're white. You have abs. What else? And that's, with- one of the things I want to talk about, I meant to talk about, was my uh, firsthand experience with those, what we call three brain cell oh, yeah. Twitter gays mm. who were sliding in my DMs and just without even a conversation. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to see the booty. Like, I'm like, um, what, uh, first of all, I am a grown man. Yeah. <laughs> I am not just going to be a drop and trial for nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and second of all, <laughs> second of all, it's like uh, the fact that you looked at me and thought all the Sam is worth. Yeah. Is booty pics, not even a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like what? It's just become so normalized now. And it's sad. It's sad. sad. It's Mm-hmm. I have my own view on why it's happened. No, no. Let's keep it light. We're not. Let's keep let's, it light. Let's keep it light. Let's keep it light. Keep, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's like why? I like know. who? You're entitled. You, what do you think? I know. I know. Here? So odd. It's very bold of it ain't people. Right. It ain't right. But like you handled it very well. Oh yeah, I just sent a whole bunch of pig emojis back. <laughs> that was the end of it. Um, <laughs> like go touch yourself or something. Yeah, I know. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so back to Drag Race. Yeah. So then we had you know Miss Cherry Pie and all these uh, incidents, and then COVID hit, and then we got this like weird Zoom celebration finale. It was. It was. It was. You know why? It was weird. RuPaul's looking like... Nacho Libre. <laughs> Literally, not once, not twice. I thought the first time I was like, he's sick. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, tired. Yeah, yeah. The second time I was like, oh, he meant to do and that. And then he bedazzled it. <laughs> I know. I was like, wow. I know. He's like, y'all exposed me for fracking. You yeah. think I'm putting on a wig for your He's ass? like, I don't give a frack. He's like, I don't give Literally. a frack. <laughs> but I don't know. I felt like for that finale, I loved i'm so happy jada won me i am fucking so, i need to say that i am so fucking happy me jada won too. but it was also one of those ones where i genuinely would have been just as happy yeah, mm-hmm. same whoever won yeah i yeah. loved all of them for different so reasons. great so great like, and you know that and also just like again they're all they all won they all got so much success even while the season was airing mm-hmm. so i mean but yeah jada winning felt right um, RuPaul looking like that was not right. No, that was that not, was not right. it. Um, and it's also even just to show is more apparent because I work in video production. Mm-hmm. I can literally see the bullshit that is. Oh, really? That, that, I mean, it's just so like, obvious. How that so? It's just so overproduced now. Yeah. And when you watch earlier seasons, even all the way back to like season six, mm-hmm. which was when they f- had their first like HD widescreen season because yes. they had a budget. It wasn't so overproduced. RuPaul was laughing. He was in on the jokes. He was hanging out. You know what was going to happen. But as the seasons go on, you realize that when the the producers are casting the show, they're not doing it by talent. They're they're doing it by what makes, who's going to go home first, Mm -hmm. what's going to make a good storyline, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it becomes so obvious in the editing that they had to force so many Mm storylines. Season eight. Bob the drag queen always talks about it. He goes, we all got along so well. Mm-hmm. The producers tried to make us say things that we didn't really mean. No way. Just to create storylines. When did he say this? Years ago. Really? He talked yeah, He talked about it all the time, very publicly. 
Holy and and, shit. I mean, and you can't get in trouble for saying that because it's just the truth. It is television. That's it's reality TV. Me though that they didn't come for Bob because they come for anyone that if Who, you like, want to speak out, oh, yeah. they're like, "Baby, you're done." So and they mm-hmm. have Bob back all the time. I know, but the thing is, I think because he pulled back that veil, it kind of made the show even more entertaining, knowing that none of this is real. But but yeah. what happens on stage is real. The performances yeah. are real. You Their can't talent's fa- real. Exactly, you can't mm-hmm. fake that. But okay, fine. If they if they want to produce drama to, to get an Emmy award or two, mm-hmm. let them do it. Whatever. Because we're exposing so much art, at least, and exactly. so much talent. Exactly. And I think that people care are starting because they know it's so overproduced. Yes. Like you can literally tell as they walk into the workroom. Oh, I know. You're gonna win. You're gonna yep. be mm-hmm. second, third, fourth, mm-hmm. all the way to who's mm-hmm. gonna go home mm-hmm. first. Totally. You can tell. Totally. But it's just more about who is gonna do what. That's yes. what you care mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it so addicting. Yeah. And it's just so, f- it's such a fun show. And that's what I love about it is it's, it's a show happy. you can throw on, mm-hmm. he's laugh, and you have a good time. You and I will text while it goes on. Yeah. And that's about, I mean, that that's it. But it just sucks knowing like the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, knowing that RuPaul started the show for a good reason. And now he's just seeing the dollar signs and doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck it doesn't seem genuine. he's just like a puppet yeah and like and he's his own puppet he controls mm-hmm. the show when you think i was thinking about yesterday about mm-hmm. like the commercialities that's the proper word his song the american the commercialization that one thank you Marion webster um <laughs> i his song american and it just seems so like thinking about right now in the context like mm-hmm. a gay dude singing about proud to be an american i know the only line i like is that this is just like you too mm-hmm. but it just seems like it's at, aimed at a particular audience know, like someone who's kind of like central wants yep. to get it like mm-hmm. no what's drag race what's the gay mm-hmm. thing like mm-hmm. ooh, this song is cool like i'm yeah. an american too just mm-hmm. like you yeah it doesn't seem genuine i know like, it's i know weird it's pushed it's forced and again if you listen to his earlier music he's just having a good time it's about gay shit yeah yeah, clubs, yeah. Like, he's like no. pop your pussy i know and now it's so not censored but it's just so tailored it's so pg PG. pg and it's and it's because of the fact that around season eight all of a sudden all these young kids started watching it mm-hmm. and that's why season nine had no mini challenges is because when they switch over to vh1 i didn't even know they were that. testing like well all the mini challenges are always like strap this thing to your waist and and click the ball <laughs> and like oh put this banana in your mouth and run with it so it's all like very like sexually charged mini challenges yeah. for humor yes but they were trying this thing out i read this online that they're like let's see what happens if we don't do the mini challenges mm-hmm. and just do the main challenges and the show was kind of like lackluster without those fun little mini challenges. It was. I love the mini challenges. I know. And then they brought them back. But because VH1 was like that major network, because they were on Logo for so mm-hmm. long, Logo was like, you can do what the fuck you want. Yeah. Because you have to, it's like a late night show. Yeah. And then with VH1 being on regular cable, mm-hmm. they were like, oh no, we got to really tailor this in and figure this out. But I'm like, but what's the point of you even showing the show if you're not going to show it for what it is? For what we, how the viewers yeah. want yeah. to watch it. Yeah. I know. And that's why season nine had so many eating disorder uh, storylines. Really? And, and because they were like, let's try to tell these stories to younger kids mm-hmm. who might be going through this, which is great and phenomenal oh, and yeah, all yeah, about yeah. it. But it just was not RuPaul's Drag Race. It felt like RuPaul's therapy. It was. Chris and I laugh all the time because it is literally so forced. Like, literally, a queen will be on this side of the room. Uh-huh, uh-huh. will be on this side of the room. Uh-huh. And you can literally tell the producer just said, 
hey, you walk across yes! the room yes! to that minute little picture in yes! that house and ask, is that your mom who died? <laughs> yes, yes. And the car crash. It. And yeah, Literally. Tell me about it. I know you're like putting on your eyeliner and so don't cry, but tell me about your dead mom right here, right now. Literally. And how it, she was also deported and then murdered. Like, it's it's a lot. It's, it's just so not much. genuine. No, no. But, you know. I, I will so stay watching that shit. Yeah, I will. Till the end of time. I don't care how. Like, I have something to tell you. Tell me. I hope you don't get mad. Okay. Not at me. No. So I was hanging out with someone the other night. Oh boy. And we, they were talking about TikTok. So I said, oh, my friend Nick has a TikTok. You yeah. probably, because that person is an avid TikTok-er. Yeah. They don't make them, but they just yeah. watch TikToks. Again, I have never had a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Don't know anything about the app. Yeah. I, I know I should make one. Yeah. Because I'll... Probably the get thing a lot. is, if you don't like it, you're not going to do it. So, who but I like cares? I like watching TikToks. Oh. I just don't have the app. Okay. But so I was hanging out with this guy mm-hmm. and talking about TikTok. And I said, "Oh, my friend Nick is mm-hmm. kind of popping off on TikTok." He goes, "What's his name?" And I said, "Nikki Thomas." He goes, "I don't know that." Um. So he looks up. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know her. Sorry. Um. And so he looks you up and he goes, "Oh, I I have seen some of his videos." So yeah. he's like going through them and I'm not looking. So like I'm across the room basically. Yeah. But so I don't know what he's looking at. And he goes, oh, is this his boyfriend? And I said, yeah. is it Chris? He goes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, it's his boyfriend. Yeah. He's like, oh, he makes TikToks too. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, I didn't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like, and so then he's like, oh, I see why they're together. Oh. And I, okay. So I oh. literally said, watch what comes out of your mouth next <laughs> because those are my friends. Period. Wow, I love you. Period. And he I goes, no, I mean, and he got kind of flustered. He's like, no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I just see why they're together. And I said, but what does that mean? Yeah. Because also that other person was gay, too. I will read. And so <laughs> I, I was ready. I was like, okay, let's see. Um, What are we about to do here? I know. <laughs> Tell me, uh, why, why, why do you say that? Oh, I see why they're together. What does that mean? What does that mean? He goes, oh, they're just, you know, that type. And I said, again watch what you say yeah because those are my fucking friends yeah he was being that what is the word when it's like a gay person bashing another gay person internally homophobic i guess the thing is i guess but here's why because he sees chris you know throwing on makeup and doing doing his makeup bits and then you're doing mm-hmm. i don't know whatever the fuck you do on whatever i do, <laughs> I'm like, you I do don't know. being gay dad being uh, uh gina gina marie yeah <laughs> icon and, and and then i said oh so and i said so you're gonna judge them by videos you see online yeah and i said because those are their online personalities period i said they are not that way o- offline but even if they were Nick who is. fucking i said who fucking cares though i said who fucking cares i said who fucking cares and then but because i said it he goes oh okay and hmm. i was like well and so it was it took so much yeah. in me to not fully just read this person yeah so it was your friend like you didn't but you didn't know them that well no exactly exactly and i was so offended because i thought oh my god this is another gay person Mm -hmm. who's seeing someone's feminine traits Mm -hmm. and seeing that yeah as oh they're less than because they're both like Mm -hmm. well kept yeah i I just i I don't i don't know even how to describe it yeah but it made me so mad because like one of those are my fucking friends yeah it's like don't ever say anything bad about any of my friends but second of all you should go to a therapist and deal with whatever is going on inside of you yeah because the garbage coming out of your mouth is repulsive it's repulsive brush 
So Floss. I got your back. Your stuff coming out of your mouth fucking stinks. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to give you a reality check. Go to TD, yeah. cash that shit, <laughs> and then go back. <laughs> I, it's like the thing is, like, I'd rather be cute and entertaining than totally. ugly and boring. But I genuinely try to believe now that I hope people who think like that can change. And oh, I believe it. Learn that it's people who were mm-hmm. not afraid to be themselves that mm-hmm. are you're able to be who you are. Well, one of the things you said to me, mm-hmm. um, when I'm not going to reference the situation just for that person's privacy. Yeah. But um, we were talking about coming out, which mm-hmm. this is a good transition to sharing coming out stories. Yeah. But so you said something that I will forever be so happy that you said to me because it's something that I can use in my everyday conversation now. Yeah. About the idea of when someone comes out of the closet, mm-hmm. whether that is, gay, lesbian, trans, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you need to let the person who was die. Oh, yeah. You have to because that's just – people, I think that because it shouldn't be a big deal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. about coming out. It shouldn't be a big deal. Mm -mm. The thing is, it is still a big deal. Yes, I know. So out of, like, people wanting to be accepted, they say things like, I'm still me. It's no big deal, which is true. But at the same time, it's not. You're you, but you're not you. Mm-hmm. Like your whole, mm-hmm. your whole everything is about to change. Like yeah. you get to be you now. Yeah. What I thought about when you said that to me mm-hmm. about that other person, yeah. I looked back. My first like memory was junior year of high school when I was like, kind of like I'm. I was telling people I'm bi. Bye. Yeah, I'm bi. Mm-hmm. You know, but. I wasn't, I because was, I was still holding on with like my nails dug yeah. in to that person who I was pretending to be for what was that, seventeen years of my life at the time. Your whole life, because I was afraid to let that person go mm-hmm. because they were a security blanket, and that person always kept me safe from yeah. the world because yep. I was straight acting. I mean, yeah. not very good, but I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. straight acting. You were still straight, and so then once I fully, and it took years, mm-hmm. even though when I came out when I was eighteen. Oh yeah, it's slow. It took me probably till 2021 to stop saying things like, I'm gay, but I'm not that gay. Yep, or, or I'm gay, but I don't think pride is for me. Like once you fully just let that shit go and you take off those blinders and the rose colored glasses and mm-hmm. you just open it up, you realize who you are. Mm-hmm. And that person doesn't even exist. They just vanish. Nope. Like Thanos, that bitch. Like they're Thanos. <laughs> you realize how much every, even everyday people, like even straight people, like just put on those blinders, like no. conform. Like, yes, it's, it's not just sexuality. It's like you literally, like you take off everything. You're like, I don't fucking care about anything. Like yeah. I'm going to live my life how I want, whether yeah. that's gay acting, straight acting, like you just do whatever the fuck yeah. you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm and it's 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 literally a death it is is. that sounds so dramatic but but no but but it is because who i was in high school Mm -hmm. doesn't exist no so when i have bumped into people who i went to high school with since then and i see that they're still that same person yeah i get mortified Mm -hmm. because a small insecurity is do they think that i'm still that way i know (laughs) i'm still that awkward sam wearing Hollister shirts that didn't fit me same. right, and like and like DC shoes. Oh my God. And... Were we the same person? <laughs> oh yes, I'll be work. And and you know, saying that like, oh, uh, me and Brenda hooked up. Uh, Literally, but uh, and I'm like, that's not who I am. That oh, person is dead because 
anything that I said or did most likely came out of fear. Yeah, absolutely. And you can't judge me for that. Well, everything stems from fear. If you don't understand something or you don't want to acknowledge it, Mm -hmm. it's because you're afraid of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, period. Yeah. So let's talk about coming out coming out. so one of my newest things is you know shmi stories and the first one that i kicked off with was my mm-hmm. coming out story yeah and i had never shared that before because i wanted to wait yeah for the right platform and i did um but there's a lot of details in my coming out story yeah that i did not share because really they didn't fit that because i only wanted my stories to be like five minutes long oh, okay yeah, yeah, and yeah i wanted to keep them the, the fun parts of the stories the fun, yeah not all the drama in between mm-hmm. so there's drama there i know it oh there's always drama after watching that there's drama <laughs> so <laughs> i want to reshare my coming out story the director's cut version is what nice. i'm gonna call yeah. it okay so it was it was 2009, but I had just moved. Oh my God, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm quoting the video verbatim right now. But so I was a military brat for those who have forgotten. Mm-hmm. So I moved every two to three years my entire life. High school was supposed to be the the only time, or I guess the last time that I had to move, meaning I moved to New Jersey in 2003. How'd that agreement, I have a question, how'd that agreement, was that something your parents said to you? They were like, this is the last time we're moving. Yes, yes, because okay. the way that my stepdad's job here worked, mm-hmm. it was going to be long-term as long as he as long as long he did a tour in Iraq. Okay. And he did, he took a job in San, San Diego for a year. Okay. So we didn't have to move to San Diego for a year. Right. But then shit hit the fan and it was inevitable. So I was there from seventh grade to junior year. And at the end of junior year, I had to move to Colorado for my senior year of high for school. For one year. For one year. Throwing all of it. I mean, but looking back, I'm so grateful because I can't imagine my life any other way. Mm-hmm. But because of that, I had a choice. Do I live with my mom and stepdad mm-hmm. in, in San Diego? Mm-hmm. Or do I finally get the chance to live with my dad and stepmom? Because mm-hmm. my parents got divorced when I was four. Right. And I never lived with my dad. Right. Never lived with my dad. Really? And I mean, well, as a kid. But yeah, 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 yeah. So I took that chance. And I knew Denver because my dad had been there for 10 years. Okay. So I knew Denver. Mm-hmm. So I moved to Denver. And it was great because it's a fucking liberal, liberal the house down liberal. boots. Uh, my school was South High. Shout out, shout out to South High. And oh it was God. like the UN, every ethnicity, everyone got along. Really? And there was no cliques. Because I went from Jersey where it's like, geek. Uh, jock, uh, bitch, uh, slut, labeled, labeled, gay, uh, closet, uh, Mm -hmm. theater kid. Yeah. Fucking there. The jocks were doing theater. The theater kids were fucking throwing the crossballs around. Really? Like, everyone was fucking friends. It was the weirdest experience to walk into because I was so used to just find your group, stay with your group. Wow. Everyone, like, at homecoming was just, like, mingling and everything. It was bizarre. In a good way, but yeah. it was fucking bizarre. Like, you, it was like, um, usually life is much shittier. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, I could probably get used to this. And yeah. The year went by like that. Yeah. But so I befriended very quickly this kid. Let's name him Zach. Yeah. And he was in the theater, and he literally was, like, the Zac Efron of the school. He was, like, the lacrosse star. Have, like, picture. I don't. <sighs> After this, okay. After, I'll find one. after, um, and we start hanging out, uh-huh. and it was very quick that like people were like, "Oh, Zach is, um, I think like you know, some people think he's gay, but mm-hmm. he always has a girlfriend." And I was like, "Oh, he's gay because like that's what I do." You know, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like you're you, like baby, you, you get it." <laughs> so we would always hang out, and we didn't really become really good friends until we started having classes together the second semester. Mm-hmm. 
And that's when it really took off. He would come over to my place. He'd always hang out. Mm -hmm. We had off-campus lunch. How crazy is that? What? Like, you could literally leave the school and go home for lunch for the hour and come back to the school. The East Coast would never. Never. She would never. So, um, we'd always hang out. And then he went to a college audition and came back. And it's like in the spring. And he's mm-hmm. like, Sam, I have something to tell you. And I said, what? He goes, I hooked up with a guy at a party at the college that I auditioned for. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, really? And I was like, well, that's so funny. <laughs> because when I went to New Jersey for uh, winter break, mm-hmm. um, I realized that I think I like boys. Like, I just like, said that was a yeah, lie. Like, but I'm just finding out. Just finding this out <laughs> now. And so we bonded over being bi. <laughs> Girl... The next thing was, <laughs> it was more like bye to the pussy and head yeah, to yeah, the Yeah, yeah, like bye to the pussy. <laughs> That's so, good. And so we go to a party at my brother's house because mm-hmm. um, he was going to college at about like half an hour away at uh, University of Boulder. Okay. So we're going to a party at my brother's house and not even like three hours into the party, we're like already drunk and we're like hooking up. Like, on my brother's bed, like, this guy's like, I'll teach you how to, like, you know, and all this stuff. He said, I'm going to teach you? He's like, I'm going to teach you. Okay. So, so he had experience. So which means that that okay. was not the first guy he had experience <laughs> with. And I'm like, oh, it's probably what he's doing. And, th- and that was basically that. And then I was like, oh, wait. He has a girlfriend. Oh. Gagged. <laughs> Gagged. And, and so it, I'll never forget how awkward that car ride home was the next day because mm-hmm. we didn't, like, talk about it. And I remember, like, being... Also, that was the first time I got drunk, too, by the way. Oh, my So, I was, like, God. hungover the first time. Also, like, blue ball because we didn't finish. And it was, yeah. like, all this kind of, like, emotions. And I started telling my friends. Mm-hmm. I was, like, me and Zach hooked up. And they were, like, oh, chakra pot twist. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Whoa. And so then, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my God, Sam, you're a gang. I'm like, no, I'm bi. Like, and I kept saying that, too. Yeah. I kept saying I was bi. They were probably, like, who's going to tell her? it's so it's so um um where's the story go oh so then my dumb ass thought i could trust these people yeah here's the shady part oh yeah everyone did get along in denver everyone did you know commingle but no one know how to fucking keep a secret oh (laughs) because everyone talked to her everyone was friends so there was like no boundaries and I learned that the hardest way. <laughs> <laughs> so the rumors were flying. Flying. Like there was probably about, I would say, <laughs> two weeks left of school at this point. And mind you, in Colorado, our school ended in May. So we like hooked up in April. And then mm-hmm. so by May, the end of the year was rolling around and all these rumors were flying. I remember getting texts being like, you're gay, Sam. But the thing is, I came out. So here's what was what I did. I was like, I'll get ahead of it. I'll come out publicly to the school. Yeah. We used to have these slam poetry contests oh my once God. a month. She Chris Jennered the okay. shit. Okay. She was like, oh, yes. <laughs> under spin. my terms. <laughs> at the, um, it was so iconic too. Cause uh-huh. you're gonna fucking die. Okay. This is why I'm like so happy I have like the director's cut right I now. So my English teacher, who was also my drama teacher, shout out to Miss Rinaldi. She stand. also hosted, and she, she was like that teacher, like that. Yeah. She was that bitch, like she was. She didn't put up with. N- no, but like no, she was like the that teacher you wanted. Yeah, 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 oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, In yes, a good yeah. way. She was like, I know you're gay. I'm not gonna say anything. Yep. Da, 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 da. Like she was that ally. Like yep. she was like the boss bitch, mm-hmm. like badass. Mm-hmm. So 
And she went to school with Sarah Silverman. Her and Sarah Silverman were college friends. Really? Like, so random, so cool. Yeah. Random. Uh, so, yeah. A fucking Jen Rinaldi is, like, the coolest fucking person on the face of the planet. I can't emphasize Wait, what enough. teacher was she? She was English and drama. Of course drama. she was. And oh, drama. Yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. So she also hosted the slam poetry contest uh-huh. that the school would have. Again, know. so liberal, so cool. Like, Denver, Colorado. slam poetry. Like, <laughs> You know, like the the <laughs> <laughs> and so at one of the last um, poetry contests or whatever the fuck it was, yeah, I came out. I, I had a whole poem about me being in love with my best friend Way. and all this stuff. And then like I ended with, ended with being like, yeah, and I'm gay. And the whole school was like, oh. And then, oh. But here's the best part: you had to do two. Uh, uh, poems. It's so, like I came back up as like a funny like kick, you know, like a, yeah. And the poem I read was the perfect girl, and I had this like comedic poem about the perfect girl in my eyes and no. stuff like that. And everyone was like, knew it was so funny because yeah. I was just playing with the whole. Yes, thing. you were in on the joke. Yes. So then I got ahead of the. I, I, th- I thought I got ahead of the rumors, right? Uh-huh. So then Zach is like Sam. Why are people saying that we hooked up? Why are people saying that like it was at like my brother's house? Like, of course, the story yeah. was just getting so yeah, twisted. Yeah, yeah. He goes, I have a girlfriend. You know, uh, Vanessa can't know. Mm-hmm. All this shit. And then I do not remember how it escalated to the point where I think I, I thought, you know what? Let me try to um, bend to the creme this. I will vote myself off the island. And eliminate all the drama. So if I go away, yeah, then there will be no drama. Exactly. So my theory was if I <laughs> tell Vanessa about Zach and I, it'll explode me from the picture. Oh, my God. Because then they both won't talk to me. Uh-huh. And then no one will talk to me. And oh. then maybe I'll just go around the school and say I made the whole thing up. Messy. And but <laughs> <laughs> So dumb. Like, my logic was so dumb. But so on the way to the theater, to go tell Vanessa, because I was like, I had the intent the intent to murder. Like that was wow. like, you know what I mean? Like, like the intent was there. Literally. I bumped into Miss Rinaldi. Uh-huh. And she said, you were up to something. She no, goes, she, she did goes, not. She goes, you're up to something. And I told her, she goes, no. You can't. She goes, Sam. She goes, the other man, the other woman can never be the one to tell. It is not your story to oh, tell. Oh, she read you. She read me to fucking filth. <laughs> and I mean, but it's the truth. It's the truth. It's, like yes, the 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 whore does not get to be no. the home record. No, nope. st- that's that that's the man or the woman's job. Like that's their shit. Know your lane, baby. <laughs> I did not know that lane. You're I was blindfolded driving. <laughs> yeah. So I bumped into Vanessa in the theater, and I said, "Can I talk to you for a second? And she's like, "Yeah, what's up?" And I said, "So, um, Zach and I are hooking up." Oh, you did it anyway. And and she goes. Should I talk to him about that? I feel like maybe. <laughs> if you want. I was like, well, he sure knows how to give pointers. So let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in that moment, I, I realized that one, she was so like the, the blonde bimbo Barbie that she mm-hmm. had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. There's probably nothing even going on between them. And I was so dumb because even though for months I was telling Zach to leave her to be yeah. with me, he already had. Because he was already bringing me presents to my house all the time. He bought me a fucking $200 video camera. As oh, a my surprise, God. As a surprise for no reason. As a surprise? He would buy, yeah. So I was like, you're so dumb, Sam. That was his beard. That was his cover-up. And so then Zach shows up at my house. Mm-hmm. I'm cooking pancakes. It's like 3 p.m. I have nothing else better to do. Right. 
I forgot to take them off the stove when I answered the door because I didn't know me, I, I didn't know who it was gonna me, be. Literally, he yells at me, screams at me, like he's yelling literally so loud. I'm thinking like the neighbors, like he's yelling, he's things, yelling, he's yelling things like 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 you. I, I don't want to say like I don't want to say like it was really nasty. Things. Really, like I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay, off the tell off. And I don't want these things like, <laughs> immortalized on yeah. the podcast. And then he leaves. Was he big? Yes, he was tall. Oh, okay. Tall, dark, and handsome. Oh, like, oh yes. T. So T. he leaves. <laughs> I go back inside. Uh-huh. And the whole house is full of smoke. Because I was the fucking pancakes cooking. And I was outside for probably like 15 minutes. And you know how quickly pancakes burn. Yeah, like, yeah. So I rush around. I'm like, fuck, my parents are going to kill me. So they come home a few hours later. And they work together. So they, yeah. they always come home as a duo. It was my dad and my stepmom. Yeah. They say, why is the house, why is it smoky? Yeah. I said, I'll tell you guys at dinner. And like, that was the thing. They were always like, just tell us about your day at dinner. Yeah. So at dinner, I give them <laughs> like the not gay version. <laughs> yeah. And I say, Zach and I got in a huge fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot about the pancakes on the stove. And they were like, there is something more to this. Yeah. So then after dinner, we're sitting down and I tell them the reason why Zach and Sam are no longer friends. And the reason why I brought the pancakes and I was burned on the house is because Sam is gay. And my stepmom goes, did you just come out in third person? Like, <laughs> you did it in third, third person. Because I was so insecure to say, I am gay. That, that that phrase, I am gay, was so frightening for me. Yeah. And then they were like, one, we've known since you were five. Yeah. Because you used to ask for Beanie Babies all the time. Um, you literally got a Ken doll for one of your birthdays. And you would spend your birthday money to buy him outfits. No. Uh, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. I was like, I want Carpenter Ken outfit. Carpenter I want, Ken. I, I, I want Dentist Ken's outfit. I want Dr. Ken's oh, outfit. Oh, she's a bossy bottom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> me. Uh, me. I'm on a bottom. And... Uh, yeah, and so that, that's my coming out story. And I literally never spoke to Zach again because every time for the last week of school, we had a week left. Oh. And every time I would see him, he would just diverge. And no. it broke my heart because I did care and I knew he cared about me and mm-hmm. I cared about him. And it is also still one of my biggest life regrets because to this day, I know he's married and he has a wife and he has kids. And I'm so fearful that I fucking scared him so far back in the closet. Oh, you did but not do that. Here's the thing. You're yeah. right. It took me years. It took me years to accept Sam. Yeah. That is not on you. No. You you fucked up. And you, you need did to what own he did. It. But you know what? That was over 10 years ago. Yeah. And it is not your responsibility for to give someone's comfort level to come out. No. Not. If anything, no. you showed him how much people can care about you. Yeah. And even though they make stupid decisions when they're 17 years old, yeah. that that is just what happens when you aren't being your true authentic self is you're all those feelings are staying Holy inside. Shit. Yeah. Wait, so he's he's married and has kids. Like that was I checked him like two, three years ago. I Facebook, I was like, oh my God. Wait, so he had them young. Yeah. Oh, he took oh, the oh, hetero life. He a, said, I'm choosing the hetero yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe he really was bi. I mean, like, maybe. who knows? But a part of me is like I... Something had to make those kids. <laughs> <laughs> maybe or maybe they're both. Maybe they're both beards and they're living like a maybe. That, that, that is a thing, because I, I knew that his no. parents were a little homophobic. Like, but... a little, or like... No, a little. Like, actually, like, a little. Oh, really? Like, only a little. Okay. But, again, I mean... You don't know what's... Yeah, you don't yeah, really so... know. That's my coming out story. And Damn. I'm to it. That's at least it's an interesting story. Yeah. At least yeah. like it's 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 got hills and valleys. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. like that story. It's definitely. Is yours like? 
Because mm, I've never heard it. Not okay. So mine's really. <laughs> you can drink if you want to drink a sip of your water. It's really not that interesting. Uh, I guess the it was a lot of progress at once in my life. So I will say that before I had come out, I was still going to my dad's house, and my dad and I our like relationship is strained. We're just trying to now, after like many years, repair it. Basically. I came out and stopped going to my dad's house within 24 hours of each other. And I saw, wow. I and I had wanted to, you know, stop going to my dad's yeah. house for years. Yeah. Like it was like something I couldn't do. I was terrified of him. And so the fact that I came out and did that in 24 hours, like it was like you want to talk about a death? Like there was there she there was no time for her she to die. She was ejected. Like yeah. ejected. <laughs> And but what, how I came out was um, my best friend had come out to me uh-huh. and I was like, well, shit, now it's my turn. Like, wow. You know, like when we were so close, you know, when you have those best friends yeah. where like they do something, mm-hmm. you got it. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So yeah, it was like, yeah. it's a BOGO. So yeah. I was like, OK, it's my turn now. And I said to my mom, I left my mom's house on Fridays. Mm-hmm. I was coming back on Wednesday mm-hmm. and I was leaving on Friday. And my mom was like, I know there's something you want. Like, there's something. And I was like. I'm going to tell you when I get back next time. And I got back Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. I told her Thursday morning, which was Thanksgiving. And that's amazing. Yeah. Pass the turkey. I'm gay. Literally, it was literally like that. That's so funny. So she was like, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, we're doing this. And she's like, all right. And I was like, I'm gay. Like crying. Oh, like shit. It was th- one of those. Yeah. Because, and my mom just goes, honey. I know, and, and it was it was absolutely amazing. Good, was, oh, okay, good, good. And my my brothers and my stepdad were outside. She's no longer my stepdad, but my stepdad at the time. Okay. No, that happened. My mom got divorced since we I was last on. Oh wait, what? Yeah, wait. I happened? forgot to mention that my mom got divorced, but <laughs> but anyway, okay. they come in. And my mom was like, we're doing it now. And I was like, well, shit, okay. She's like, do you have something you want to tell them? And I was like, I'm gay. And and they were like, okay. And my brother, who he's 20 now, so that would make him when I was 16. Oh, shit, he was only 12. Wow. So he was 12, which would make my younger brother only nine. Wow. He was eight or nine at the time. So he was little. So my 12-year-old brother, he sat at the counter. He's like, so I have some questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Top or bottom? It literally, like, him and I are, like, we are best friends. Love like, that. Cool. He just cool. asked me all these questions. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. he was like, so all those times that we would, like, look at girls, like, on your phone. Oh, and you were saying, you were kidding? And I was like, yeah, no, 100% kidding. And they were like, so at Disneyland, when you said Snow White was hot, you were lying. First like, of all. But you know when you're. you're who the fuck calls Snow White hot? A gay boy who thinks he's fooling everyone. That's who calls Snow White Rapunzel and all her hair. I've been oh. like, oh my God, Elsa, that is fierce. <laughs> you are so hot. <laughs> like, me. Stupid. So <laughs> like, stupid. Anywho. But my little brother, who was he was eight or nine yeah he doesn't under fucking stand what's Mm -hmm, going mm -hmm. on so he sat at the counter he just put his arm up and he started playing his ds because he was little he didn't fucking understand so my stepdad saw that he's like bob let's go to walmart i'll buy your present so he had to explain to bob in the car like but that's great though that's really great he didn't say it was just amazing like my stepdad who 
he had a way with words. Let's just say that he would be like, bop. Doesn't mean that bop, Nick wants to see your dick in the shower. Just means <laughs> Nick likes boys the same way you like girls. Like, that's... Oh, my God. And in a way, when you're young, it works. that like, kind of black and white thinking, it's like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm happy for them that they got to grow up for a large part of their life with me rather than come out maybe because if i didn't come out they wouldn't know all their views that Mm -hmm. they've formed because of me not Mm -hmm. saying i force my views on them but i speak about it so much that they've that's become their like this is what's right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i can't imagine if i didn't come out that at an early age how they would have turned out different because it really kind of reshaped our entire family dynamic absolutely like so it's it was it was a very accepting there was drama the next day when I said to my dad, I'm not coming to your house oh, anymore. Shit. That was a whole thing. And then like that was a painful couple hours. But then when that was done, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm out. I don't have to go see this person who's been causing me so much pain the last couple of years. I was like, I'm safe. Yeah, like free. I'm free. free. Like it was in a mate. But I would say it's what we were just talking about before the years after it was so much like I did go through that phase where I was like, all right, now I want to be masked. And I started working out for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Totally different from why I work out now, but I wanted to be passion now. Yeah. But at that time I wanted to be bigger. Mm -hmm. I wanted to look, you know, I wanted to, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. So I went through that phase and then I went through kind of like a, that problematic like phase where you, because you're gay that you see a lot of, white gays now they just say all these horrible things that they just say because they think they can get away with oh, it because yes. they're gay and yes. it's like no you still have mm-hmm. to be a respectful human mm-hmm. just because you're gay not like you know yeah. so i definitely went through that problematic phase where i would kind of say like all oh, this stupid shit like not like not stupid shit that people get resurfaced <laughs> trust and believe i go to bed every night knowing like baby you will not find that because i never played with such gafoon yeah yeah yes, <laughs> yes you know just stupid mean shit mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it kind of it's it's a process of it like because yeah. you're losing all those values mm-hmm. yeah i know that you grew up with i know but the thing is the, the way that i look back on it is that person's dead, mm-hmm. but I still want to make my 12-year-old self proud. Proud, yeah. Because I think at 12 is when I started to come to, mm-hmm. realizing I liked boys mm-hmm. and I had Same. My, what my dreams like were. sixth grade. Totally, yeah. yeah. Like my balls dropped and I was like, I want boys all the yeah. time. <laughs> and so it was, I look back and I think to myself, would my 12-year-old self be proud of me right now? And if I say no, I'm mm-hmm. like, I got some, I got the list out. Let's work on X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So, Yeah. All right, you ready for yeah. um, a little segment? All right, let's do the damn thing. Okay, so in the okay. theme of RuPaul, okay, one of the things that they do on Drag Race oh boy. in the final episode mm-hmm. is they show the drag queens uh-huh. a photo of their younger selves. Okay. And they say, <laughs> what would you say? Say to your younger self. Oh boy. So, Nikki, uh-huh. Nikki Thomas. Yeah. What would you say? To okay. how old were you here? Let's preface this. Do we want to keep it light or do we want to be real? I want you to be real. All right, you want to be real. So how old were you here? So there I had to be... Uh, I had to be maybe eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I had to be nine. So that what would be, you say to eight-year-old Nikki? I would say that you are going to definitely go through a lot of shit with your dad. And you're going to... 
you're going to be very angry <laughs> and you're definitely going to carry that anger for a lot of your life and you're going to push a lot of people away and out of like protecting yourself but don't do that it's okay to be kind and soft-spoken and funny and yeah i would say just be you and never never ever <laughs> no matter who tells you your dad your friends anyone never let someone tell you what you can't do what you can't say any of that shit you can be whatever the fuck you want <laughs> oh my That's god you're say. gonna make me cry mm -hmm. I... <sighs> fuck yeah so that's okay, here, do it for me. Him. Do it for me. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna love that picture. Okay. I was five in that photo. No, we would six. So six. be like sandbox buddies. We would be I like, know. I don't wanna play football. I, I wanna know. play tag. Like, no. <laughs> what would you say to little Samuel? All right, Sam. You are going to have quite the journey with your life. Mm -hmm. Because not only are you gonna have to struggle with moving and changing your life every two to three years and never having a best friend. Mm -hmm. But you're also going to be struggling with every time you move, you have to refine yourself because you know there's something different in you and you don't know what it is. But when you do figure it out, the news and TV shows are telling you it's wrong and all the representation of, of gay in your high school is very, very sexually charged guys who are going to want to take advantage of you but be smart and say no and you do say no and you never let them get to you and even after you come out there's gonna be a lot of people telling you who you should be as a gay man and what responsibilities you should take and what career path you should mm -hmm. and it's a lot of self-doubt mm -hmm. and a lot of thinking about well, i wish time travel was real mm -hmm. and i would undo this and i would undo that but know that everything that happens to you is supposed to happen to you. And every lesson you learn to take it and run with it. Amen. Because without all those life lessons, you wouldn't be recording this podcast right now. You wouldn't know Nick right now. And if you didn't totally disrupt your life two years ago, almost three years ago, you would not be the man you are today because everything you do in your life is for joy and light. Mm -hmm. And there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna tell you that is wrong mm -hmm. and the things that you are doing are wrong, but they are wrong. And you're beautiful yeah. and you're fabulous. And even, even then as a five-year-old kid on the London fucking bridge <laughs> with my hands on my hips, hitting that pose like that, you knew <laughs> that you were that bitch. So period blank, that's what I would say. I love that. <laughs> Look at him. I know, look bitch. at me. <sighs> Oh, for those who are listening, not watching, I will post Nick and I's photos on the Shmi podcast, mm -hmm. Instagram at Shmi podcast. That was today's episode. That guys. was amazing. That was, that so was much very fun. therapeutic. This was like one of my, I think this actually might be my favorite episode really? because one, you started crying. Yeah. I... <laughs> Two, we talked about the politics of the world, which I, it's so rare to find people who you can have an educational conversation mm -hmm. with about that. Very rare. <laughs> um, it's crazy that it's been six months since our last episode. It was like, I thought time froze for a bit. It did. I mean, it might as well have. Mm -hmm. Might as well have. 
Um, and I just want to say thank you for coming back on the podcast. Thank you for Nick. having me. I love coming on. Oh, man. you're one of my favorite people and my favorite guests. <laughs> All right, you guys. That was today's episode. Thank you to Anchor for sponsoring today's episode. Don't forget to go to anchor.com. No, sorry. Anchor.fm slash Shmi to go watch and listen to all the Shmi podcasts because that is our new home. Thank you, Nick, for coming on the podcast. Thank is there you. anything you want to plug, Mr. TikTok Star? Um, you can follow me on everything at underscore Nikki Thomas. Mm-hmm. It's free. You might as well. You're here. <laughs> I know you're on your phone, so go do it. <laughs> do it. Seriously. All right, guys. I will catch you next week. Have a great week. Don't forget to follow the podcast at Shmi Podcast on Instagram and myself, your host, Sam Pelissero, at Sam Pelissero. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye.